Welcome to Grab Life Big. Grab Life Big. The exclusive podcast for healthy, wealthy, generous men who choose to lead epic life. Or as a few of us say, badass rich guys who do epic shit. And now, your host, Pat Hybin. Glad you were home. I'm always home. I'm on cool. Me too. You're doing great. The only true currency in this bankrupt world is what you share with someone else when you're uncool. Is it my advice to you? And I know you think these guys are your friends. If you want to be a true friend to them, be honest and unmerciful. Grab life big. All right, go bros. I have the first elder to come into the GoBro room. Most of them are scared to death after some of the uh, revelations that have come out, like Amucha Steggy going to jail for five years and uh, some of these other exploits that have been disclosed on uh, in the GoBro room. And uh, so the elders have been false prophets. And Tim Rode is stepping up and taking charge and saying, I'm going to be the first elder to come into the GoBro room, and happy to have him here. So welcome, Timmy. Hey, thanks for having me on, Pat. I fear nothing. <laughs> hey, Tim, as all members, uh, why don't you start out by giving us a five-minute dissertation on Tim Rhodes' life from the day he was born till today. Got it. So um, I was a late bloomer. I was the kid in the back of your high school class throwing spit wads at you or uh, daydreaming out the window. I was doing anything but paying attention to the teacher because candidly, I could never figure out uh, why I needed to hear about endoplasmic reticulums or the, or the periodic tables. I thought it was a bunch of crap that I didn't need to know. So uh, subsequently, I found myself 25 years old, part-time grocery clerk, painting addresses on people's curbs to buy diapers for my two small kids. Then I found my niche selling real estate. I sold about 2,500 homes in about 15 years. I did something most don't. I lived way within my means. I really looked at what's coming in, what's going out, what's left to invest. I learned all I could about investing and I was able to retire from selling real estate around 40 years old. I met Pat Hyben and David Osborne in my mid-40s when I was a ski bum, uh, skiing about 100 days a year. And then around 50, I looked up and said, dude, you just can't have cake for breakfast every day. You can't just ski and hike and dive in the ocean. You got to uh, give back. So I've spent the last seven years really dedicated to two things helping grow our nonprofit called One Life Fully Live, helping grow GoBundance, and also uh, maintaining my relationship with my wife, Tina, and our three grown kids, Chris, 34, Sarah, 32, and Andy, 23. And now I get the goods in the woods, run my nonprofit, help run GoBundance, and love my family that all lives nearby. Got a great gig, Pat Hyben. You sure do. You know, Tim, you got a good life, buddy. Thanks, man. Didn't, didn't come easily. 
Yes, and, and I want to talk about that because I'm glad to be able to say that to you because you've inspired me to design my life at, uh, you know, from the day I met you. And I actually had uh, someone say, give me a compliment similar to that recently. And I thought to myself, you know what, now what it's really about, isn't that the, like of all the compliments you can get, do you really want to compliment on anything other than something around you've designed a good life? You've look what you've built. Yeah, I think that's a, a, a really important piece. You know, I hear the word success all the time. And to me, that connotates uh, building a really good business and making a lot of money. The word that I really shoot for, and we try to help people through Go Abundance and through One Life Fully Live, is the word fulfillment. To me, fulfillment is success with depth. And if you think about our six pillars, that's what it's all about, is designing a, an incredible life that's well-balanced and you, you kind of got it going in all areas of life. One of the cool things that Tim and I are going to do, and we just decided this last week, and the day before GoBundance starts, uh, January 15th, where David, Tim, and I are actually going to get together at David's house. We're going to build a program called How to Retire from real estate sales, uh, just because Tim was a real estate agent with Century 21, myself with Remax and KW, and, and uh, David with KW, and we've all been able to retire, or at least me and Tim have retired. Uh, David kind of retired for about six months and went back to work, but the point is, you know, we're going to get together and explain how to retire, uh, because a lot of people don't until they're forced to. And I'm excited about that. So anyway, so let's jump into some uh, nitty gritty here, Tim. Uh, the first thing I want to talk about, well, you know what, this is going to come up. You know, I wanted to talk about One Life and we are going to talk about One Life, but I think it's going to come up in some of these regular questions. So what we don't talk about, we'll add to the end. Let's, let's get into your one sheet. Uh, what percentage are you? I, I, uh, last year, I was about 350%. This year, um, our investments aren't doing as well as they did last year. Come on, Cushman. Um, so I'd say I'm around a 250% percentage. So you're, so you're 250 percent, or what's your net worth? Uh, somewhere around $6 million. And what is your horizontal income? Uh, around, oh my goodness, about what? 30 a month, 360 a year. But by the way, I have no vertical income. Everything I do is horizontal. That's, that's great. No vertical income, guys. Listen to that. And uh, how long have you not had vertical income, Tim? Had almost 18 years. Well, actually, I coached. I coached some, uh, gosh, from about 2009 to 2011. Uh, so that was definitely vertical. But um, besides that, so besides, let's, let's take that out. So basically 18, 16, 18 years, you've had no vertical income. Correct. I've, it's kind of been a game. How, how much money can I make with how little effort? And if you think about it, I, I talked about in high school, I, I really didn't try. I didn't, I didn't do homework. I didn't do the extra things. And now I like to water ski in others' wake. I like to, I said, come on, Cushman, find more apartment deals. I invest in David Osborne's projects. I, I put money out with people like Maddie A. And I let, I let um, talented, hardworking people do all the work, and I just water ski in their wake so I can do the things that, uh, 
that that that's such a great analogy you like to water ski in others wake and 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 i like that list and i want you to keep going right so you loan Matt Aitchison money so that he can buy flips, and then he pays you what ten percent, twenty percent, what? Yeah, some, somewhere around there. I think I think our latest was ten percent and two okay. points. And then and then David's deals, I'm in them too. You know, they they're paying you what? I think the first one was around thirty percent, and the latest ones around averaging around twenty percent. And then what else? Give we us the a, list. Slow it down and give us the list. Because what I want people to realize is how many different things there are. But also I want them to realize, okay, Tim, Tim has $6 bucks. You know, what, what is he investing in? And what is he doing with it to not have vertical income for 16 years? Because I don't think people believe that that's possible. So just list them out slow. You know, you don't have to get them all, but just, you know, hit a few high points. Okay. So I've got a uh, building lease to AutoZone that pays, I think it's around 11%. And that one brings in uh, around 3,500 a month. And I also pay down the mortgage a couple grand a month. Um, I've got a building lease to AutoZone, excuse me, enterprise rent a car. And that one I have no mortgage against and it pays around 3,000 a month. I have a building lease, excuse me, I have a note on a building I sold in Manteca. Gosh, I've had, that one's been, they've been paying on it for 10 years and they got another 20 years to pay it off. And that one's around 7%, around 150,000. I've got a couple other smaller notes along those lines, 500 here, 300 there. Uh, you, David and I have our DRO IP3. And that one's got three or four different notes and different stuff in there. And that's probably another 800 a month. And then, like I said, uh, loans go, go in and out with, with good, good hardworking people like Matty A. And, and he pays anywhere from, I got one on a really long-term basis with him at 8%. And shorter-term ones run up to 12%. Uh, I think... I don't know exactly how many, but I think I'm in six apartment deals with Andrew, and that probably brings in another three thousand a month. So uh, we've got the shopping center in Houston that Pat just took over and is going to turn that around, and so altogether that that's somewhere around twenty thousand a month coming in. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. That's great. That's great. Actually, thirty thousand because you said three sixty. Yeah, thirty thousand. And what 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 would you say your? And, and by the way, when I say twenty thousand, that's the without. That's the just stuff coming in like the auto zone and the enterprise rental car and the apartments without wheeling and dealing. And then I've got money comes in, money comes out, anywhere from five hundred to a million that I'm always you know placing and replacing. Right. Like I know uh, Tim and I just invested in vaginal mesh lawsuits, which is a whole nother conversation, but um, stuff like that, right? That's what you mean. Correct. All right. So what's your LTI, Tim? So it costs me around 180000 a year. So what would that be? Another 180 coming in. So, yeah. so I bring... Yeah, I'm, a buck I'm 80, 15 grand a month. So yeah. Each- yeah, your yeah. LTI is 180. Yeah, good stuff. All right, buddy, what's your LHI, your life happiness index? 
That, the last time I checked it, was around an 8.3. And, and that keeps going up. Uh, I'm happy. That's great. Yeah. What's your lowest pillar? What, what pillars bring in that LHI down the most, would you say? Or what category? Um, I would say uh, getting, you know, a, increasing the amount of, of local friends Tina and I have. That's something with, with as busy of a lifestyle as we have, you know, it's just hard to, to have consistent group dates, if you will, with people in the area. I, we've had two or three couples we've, we've had some closeness with in the past. And, you know, it's kind of that out of sight, out of mind thing. I thought of that this morning. You know, what, like, what are you going to do about it? You know, I, I don't know that I'm that concerned, to be honest. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, we have so much on our plate. That. Yeah, yeah, and it's fine. I mean, you're at eight three. It's not like you're at at, at six three. So you probably don't need to do anything about it because eight three is is still pretty good, man. I mean, it's eight three is phenomenal, right? I mean, you shouldn't even get more than nine. If you get more than nine, you're you're lying. <laughs> you know, and, and you know what? I'm gonna have to go back and take a good look at it. I candidly haven't looked at that in two or three months, and it's a really good thing to look at it on a regular basis and. I know it's really easy to look up and something slipped drastically because as we all know, you know, you're, you're busy in this area and you're doing really well and then you look up a few months later and some areas slipped and that's what I love about the LHI is it has you monitor it on a regular basis. Yeah. So what's your GR, uh, Tim? And this is going to be difficult, the GR is the giving ratio, um, because, because pretty much you are a charity. Um, yeah. So, you know, what is your GR? Do you have a ratio of the money that, uh, that you earn versus the money you actually put back into your charity? Or do you somehow figure out your hours? How do you do this? It's- it's really tough. Um, I put in a ton of hours. I would say I put in on average anywhere from 20 to 60 hours a week on my charity. So, so if I look at my time at uh, 500 an hour and I average 40 hours a week. Okay, so if I put in an average of 40 hours on our charity, which is, which is a number I easily hit every week. Oh, wow. Okay. Most weeks, I should say, unless I'm on vacation or something. But like as an example, I was at it this morning at 5 a.m. and I've got appointments all afternoon. I'll easily have a 10-hour day today. Good Lord. So, yeah, it, well, yeah I mean, but you got to figure out what you're worth an hour. Well, let's I say, say you're worth- well, my time I, I charge out at 500 an hour. So okay. 500 times 40 is 20,000 a week <laughs> times, let's say three, um, how many weeks? Times say 50. Times 50 weeks. <laughs> so what is that? That's a million dollars. I'm a 300 percenter. <laughs> you are a three. You, 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 you had a, no. Uh, uh, yeah. How do you figure out okay, the money? I put in. giving ratio is yeah, like five. Average giving ratio of people that come on the show, go abundance members, is maybe a percent, one percent. They make a they make a million dollars. They give you know ten grand away to charity. Which if someone writes a check for ten grand. It's a pretty big deal, you know. So, uh, you know, one or 2% is normal. You're giving 
hundred percent. So it's obvious that, you know, I was going to say that horizontal is your strongest pillar, but actually genuine contribution is your strongest pillar. Yeah, I'm not surprised, Pat. You know, it's funny because, um, and, and I, this is really interesting for people of all ages, I hope, I hope are listening, the younger people, and especially the M1s, you know, at that, at that rate, you're really trying to get somewhere. You know, like they say, the first third of your life is, is figuring it out and getting somewhere. The second third of your life is dialing it in and making sure you're progressing and providing financial security for your family, which is one of our duties. And the third trimester of your life is all about making a difference. It's all about giving back. And that's what they say the, the legendary ones do. And, and, you know, it's really funny because I wake up every day. I never think, how can I make more money? I just let that take care of itself. And some years it doesn't as well as it should. But I always wake up every morning. How can I make a difference? Who can I talk to to reach more people? How can I take our One Life Fully Live project to a whole nother level? And it's really frustrating to me because in my mind, I'm, we, we should be four steps ahead of where we are today. And, and candidly, it's a little frustrating that we're not. Well, I mean, frustrating is good in that it, it motivates you, right? I mean, I, I think as, as entrepreneurs, we're all eternally, I, want, I don't want to say we're eternally frustrated, eternally impatient is a <laughs> good word, frustrated. <laughs> I, I like the term, I, yeah, I like the word impatient. And, and I try to do it in a way that serves our charity well. But, but you know, sometimes it can be your own worst enemy. Uh, because you think things aren't happening fast enough for where you want them to be, and that can come across to your team and to some others who have been, you know, so generous. Uh, GoBundance, uh, the the members and the leadership of GoBundance have done a tremendous amount of helping us with One Life Fully Live, and I hope that that frustration doesn't, you know, reflect in in anyone thinking, "Gosh, I, I'm already helping out. What what more can I do?" It's it's just there's you know, we're just scratching the surface of the effect that I want to have. And, and Mike McCarthy said a few weeks ago, changing the world is not easy stuff. And I literally <laughs> want us to be a part of a, of a huge culture shift that our, that our society needs. Okay, so, so, so let's talk about this uh, a little bit. Like, talk to me as if I'm in a hotel in Steamboat. I walk in. You have a T-shirt on that says "One Life Fully Lived," and I say to you, "What's One Life Fully Lived?" You don't know. Yeah, yeah. One Life Fully Lived is a five hundred one c three nonprofit we started six years ago to help people dream, plan, and live their very best life possible. If uh, we we help them, if if you look at the book, the E Myth that talked about working in no. no on your business, not in your business. One life is helping people work on the business of their life, if you think about it. And if GoBundance is a mastery level, where healthy, wealthy, generous men who choose to lead epic lives, One Life Fully Live teaches people life's basics. That's good. That's good stuff. I mean, it, it's succinct, right? And that's what you do. And what Tim does is he has, you know, seminars, Philadelphia and, and, and California. Tell me about these events because really what you do is 
the events and then everything's built around the events the afterwards. Right. So we have, uh, we, we've done, this will be the 10th conference we've ever done in Sacramento, California, October 21st and 22nd. What we do is we teach people the things that matter in life. Our, our um, basic modules, if you will, are who am I at my core? What's my dream? What's my written plan? How will I fund it? And how will I be healthy enough in my mind, body, and spirit to pull off this magnificent life we were all put here to live? And then what we're doing now is the day before our conferences in Sacramento and Philadelphia, we're doing what's called Dare to Dream, where we bring in middle school and high school kids, um, 12 to 21, who, have, who uh, never get this message. We have never been to it or even heard of Tony Robbins or any of the you know great motivational and and learning things that we've all been exposed to and we have our GoBundance level mentors in all walks of life helping people at the Dare to Dream and at the conference figure out how the people that attend are gonna in my words get somewhere with their life. That's awesome. And these events are phenomenal, guys. If you've ever, if you haven't been to one, you know, go check them out. They're great events and uh, great things to bring your kids to, teenagers, young adults, or or any any age, right? Yeah. So so that's a great point. We also have something called One Life Next Gen at the One Life Fully Live Conference, and it's about helping kids four to fourteen. Just, just get the basics of all the stuff we teach. So at the next gen, it's just helping them kind of take a good look at who in the heck am I? Why was I put here? And, and how am I going to create this fulfilling life I'm meant to live? So we start them young. That's awesome. Okay, so let's, let's shift gears here and talk a little bit about health. Uh, how old are you, Tim? I am going to be 58 years old. Five days from, six days from now. Happy birthday. Thanks, buddy. And what do you weigh? I weigh 170. Five, five, about 5'10", 170. My body fat's probably in the mid to high teens. Mid to high teens. And what's your diet like? I'd say I eat exceptionally well. Mm. Uh, yeah, I avoid, you know, a, a lot of the fatty meats, if you will. And I know that goes against some of the newer things that we're being taught, but it just, you know. I, what, I, what, I don't understand. What do you mean by that? Who's being taught? Well, what? Um, there's a, uh, like Ryan Hughes and Pat Cullinane, there's, there's a new different type. It's almost like a, what is that, um, the Atkins diet on steroids, where, where it's okay to eat hamburger, bacon, cheese. So you don't eat red meat, let's just say, right? I very rarely eat red meat. I don't. I don't. I, I don't eat dairy. I don't eat bacon. Very very rare. So I eat lean, kind of a Mediterranean diet. Lean meat, lots of veggies, lots of fruits. Uh, actually, my my wife Tina's going the other way. She's following a a mentor that that talks a lot about eating a lot of greens, but also about eating a lot of. Uh, fruits that are high in sugar because according to him our brains need more sugar than what we're being told yeah you, that know, one, you never know i mean some people yeah, tell yeah, you, yeah. 
you know, I, you know, don't eat bananas, don't eat strawberries, disaster, you know, the sugar. <laughs> and then other people said he, he, he'd be a fruitopian or whatever. So it's, it's crazy, but um, hey, whatever. So, okay, so let's talk about your act. It's working for you. You're 58. You're in great shape, right? Whatever. Keep doing what works for you. Uh, what's your exercise routines look like? So I, I, I haven't been to a gym in probably 20 years. I don't go to a gym when I go on the road. Um, my gym is outdoors. Like I happen to live on a mountain and, uh, like, and it's endless. I, I back up to National Forest. There's a mountain in my backyard called uh, Riker Peak. It goes up over a mile, pretty much straight up. Pat's been up Riker Peak. And I, I created a sport called Riking, where you hike up and run down Riker Peak. Hiking up and running down is Riking. I, <laughs> I put in a... Uh, it's a beast too, man. I was yeah. winded. I mean, it's tough to do. It's no joke. Yeah, it's a legit mountain. And then I, uh, I balance on logs in my side yard. I do chin-ups on a uh, tree branch. I jump up on rocks. I, I just have all these different stations, and I walk around every day on our property, probably one to three hours a day, seven days a week, if I'm not out mountain biking or skiing or at the ocean or hiking with friends. So I literally work out. I, I, I don't work out. I play every single day, and I just created my own gym, and now I just added a, a disc golf course in the backyard, and I'm and and it's just a lot of fun. I just I always like I, I like games, so and I don't like routines. I want every day to be different. So kind of trick my that's, body. That's crazy. Now I, I knew all about this. I think it's great for other people to hear. But but three hours really? Like some days you go out in your backyard for three hours? And yeah, I have a yeah I have a little dog that won't <laughs> let me do less than one. And uh, like she's at the door, she's at the door right now going, come on, let's go. And, and uh, <laughs> as soon as I'm done with this call, there will be one of the three hours. We'll, we just go out and we, we either take a walk around the block or sometimes we go up Riker Peak. Sometimes she goes and chases lizards and squirrels and I balance on the logs. And while I'm doing that, I balance just, just a lot of balanced stuff. You know, I hear the worst thing that can happen to an old man or to an old person is to fall. So I practice falling all day long on those um, balance logs. Or I shouldn't say all day, but every day I practice falling. I'm also really into uh, stretching a lot. I'm either doing yoga or, or like every, Pretty much every time I go under a door, I grab onto the top of it and, and stretch myself and just always doing um, cobra and downward facing dog and, and uh, child's pose. I do that probably five times a day. And just, just I can just tell what my body needs, it tells me. So I, I uh, make sure I do that. You know, one area that, that I've grown a lot in also, Pat, is, uh, is, is spirituality and meditation. And I bring that into all of this while I'm out balancing on the logs and my dog's chasing lizards and stuff. I have a, I have a big ponderosa pine that I hug and just grab onto it and, and root down into, into nature. And I, I, uh, 
have be become much more connected to source, if you will, whether it's God or, or I don't know who the heck it is, but, but uh, I feel uh, much more connected and like God is my co-pilot through um, the teachings of Janai Lane, who I've been coaching with for over a year now. And, and so that's, you know, like, like elaborate on that, Tim, a little bit, right? What does that mean that you, you know, grab onto this tree and connect with God? What? <laughs> I, I'm sorry, you guys, some of you are probably rolling your eyes right about <laughs> This dude is officially out there. Um, so, so let me go back, Pat. Um, back when we sold real estate, we were bulls in a china shop. We, uh, we got shit done. We were, we were headstrong and we were very in our head and all force and we made shit happen. And I'm sure some people listening to this will go, yeah, what's wrong with that? Well, what Janai's taught me over time is heart-centered leadership. And another good example of this in our, in our crew is Mike McCarthy. Mike's coached with Janai for almost a decade now. And I saw the growth that Janai gave Mike to become the leader of GoBundance. And if you notice his style, it's not forceful. It's very, uh, he's connected to source. And Janai has this, um, this way to center or, or get grounded, center, and then connect. And the grounding piece is you kind of you kind of um, get grounded to the earth, and I do that best but, um, through hugging this giant ponderosa pine in my backyard. That that just to me, I know this sounds corny. Are you are you naked when you hug it? No, no, but I do get up close and personal with it. Um, but no, I'm not the least bit naked. I do have shoes on. It'd probably be better if I was barefooted. And like, how long? How long do you hug it for? Probably probably a minute. Okay. And and I just and think just about like your way of of connecting. It's my way of connecting and it's my way of just grounding myself and asking, you know, some would call it praying, some would call it meditating. Mm. I just feel very connected and very tuned in to uh, our creator or higher being. I also do this, I stretch at the sink. Um, I do this when I'm sitting on the pot. I just take, these are, just, and I know this is, out there and weird stuff, but, it, but it's, <laughs> no, it's, it's good, buddy. You're in the you're in the GoBro room. Uh, you can yeah, do yeah, whatever yeah. you want. So you're you're taking a dump, and that's how you connect to God. Yeah, first thing every morning, it's pitch black. I've got a cup of coffee, and as soon as I take the first cup of coffee, I get the urge to purge. I uh, I walk into the bathroom, and I it's all dark, and I just I just pray, and I've also. Um, done that like right when I make the coffee, I, I stretch on the sink and I it's, it does serves two purposes. It stretches out my back and then I kind of do a backwards dip where I'm stretching my back and in both places, I'm just asking God for guidance and I'm asking him to help me do the big things that I want to do to make a difference in this world. That's awesome, dude. I love it. I love it. Okay. Let's shift a little gears here to your bucket list. Uh, what are the top five items on your bucket list? Well, that we, you and I both know the top one is I'll, I'll be 90 years old and I'll be in the uh, family portrait. 
with, with all of my family there besides me, my wife, Tina, my three kids, their kids, they better get busy, and their kids and their kids, and uh, we'll be somewhere really special doing, doing the family portrait. And to, and to be in that portrait, I've got to have my wife love me, my kids love me, I've got to be, I've got to be healthy and viable to still be able to be in that picture. So I got to do a lot of things right to, to make that happen. You know, it's really funny, Pat. I, I don't want for much. There's, there's not anywhere in the world I want to see or anything I feel like I'm missing out. My other bucket list items besides being close to my family and friends and all my GoBros is to make a huge difference in the world. So, mm. so that's where my bucket list items, it's really switched for me. Gosh, even since you've known me, you know, think about it. Think about the Tim Road you met. I don't think this was that big of a piece of my life then. And now, definitely, you've definitely changed. I mean, it's not um, good or bad; it just is, right? We all we all change, right? I mean, yeah, you know, so. yeah. So, so my biggest bucket list items center around making a huge difference in our culture. I can't stand how there's so much hate and people of different races and 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 political beliefs angry at each other right now and i think that they're looking outward and that's what one life's about is helping people find their own happiness their own fulfillment and that's that's my bucket list is to make an incredible uh have us make an incredible mark on on our culture to where that's no longer a, a issue i'd like everybody if you could to uh, watch this bbc documentary it's called the streets of Chicago and it, and it shows all the murders going on black on black eight over 800 murders a year. And right now they think their only way out of this horrible environment is to be a rapper is to be a successful rapper. And I want them to see, maybe I could be an entrepreneur. Maybe I could learn a trade. Maybe I could just get a job and, and find and get the skills and the, the energy to make a big difference in their lives. Wow. Wow. Yeah, you told me to watch that. I haven't yet, but I, I, you reminded me to put that back on. So, so that's really good. It's, it's kind of interesting that you verbalize that too, because like the last couple international trips you haven't gone on, and I've been like, Tim, don't you want to go? And, and you've had excuses, but I think that it's really not uh, excuses. It's just that you, you don't want to. You know, you don't. That's not on your bucket list item, which is fine. It's no, it's no longer, it's no longer your list of priorities. Yeah, I, and I hope this doesn't sound bad, but I, I just want less for me and more. I, I want to use my talents and energies to to serve. Uh, talk about the vacation you just took your family on and um, what that cost and what you did. So uh, one of one of our investments, actually, it was the one. It was the attorney one paid me a really nice dividend. We got about a, a seventy thousand uh, dollar check out of the blue, and I took I took seven family members: my wife, my three kids, and two of their mates to Thailand. And it was a, a bucket list family adventure. And we went to uh, three different locations in Thailand. I think the whole trip cost us somewhere around fifty, fifty-five thousand. And boy, was that money well spent, Pat Hyben. And actually, I got the idea from you. 
but it was uh, it was a really neat experience for all of us, and I, I highly suggest it. Yeah, that's awesome. I know that, you know, I think I took my family, I took seven people to China, uh, then and, and spent like 50 grand, and you took seven people to Thailand and spent 55, 60, and then David had to one-up both of us, and he took you know, like seven people or eight people to South Africa last year and spent close to 90. So, so I guess we're looking for somebody to go out there and spend over a hundred grand on a vacation uh, for your family. It's, it's an amazing thing to do. And, and, you know, certainly a, a past greatest hit, uh, which leads into the next question is what, what the Tim road greatest hits album uh, you're a big music fan. Would if I had Timmy Rhodes' greatest hits, and I'm looking at the album, I flip over the back of it. What songs are on there? Well, there's. Let, let me do a couple of the past ones. Um, well, first of all, raising a a uh, raising a family. There, I don't think there's anything more worthy. I, I'm very happy that my kids all live close to us, and even my ex-wife and her husband. <laughs> moved close to us and we all go out for every birthday. My birthday's coming up next weekend. All of us will go out and celebrate it. I think that may be my my greatest accomplishment. Is, I think is that's a, really cool. And I think that you you create you and and solely you, I believe, created that, right? Like it's always you know, right like your ex wife, I don't know, maybe, but maybe probably not, wouldn't have pushed it. She would have said, Oh yeah, we get along, but we don't need to be a family. Again, you know, we don't need to reunite and, you know, and then, you know, getting all the other brothers and sisters and everybody out. And sometimes what, you know, quite frankly, it takes money, you know, it takes, hey, I am cooking this, come over, or I will treat, meet me here. But however you did it, you created that. That's, I think, I think it's brilliant. Keep going. Yeah, so so um, I give myself credit, and yes, you're right. I treat <laughs> every time somebody has a birthday, we all go out, and it's on Tina and I. So in that sense, yes. But you know who I give a lot of credit to is my wife Tina and my uh, ex-wife Kim's husband Dan. And and think of them in this picture and the selflessness they both show in in having us all together. I recently went to a concert. I took uh, Kim, Dan, Tina, and I to Stevie Nicks and the Pretenders front row seats, and it was amazing. And what's funny is Kim and I, my ex, are big rockers. I love the Pretenders. She loves Stevie Nicks, and we kind of drugged my wife Tina and her husband Dan. So, uh, but the but uh, it was it was really fun for for all of us. So so that's one of my. Um, past greatest hits. I got to say, being one of the founders of GoBundance and, and being the founder of One Life Fully Lived is, is one of my greatest hits. I think uh, having multiple incarnations in my life is a greatest hit. I went from a loser school guy to a, a kind of loser grocery clerk to a successful realtor, successful investor, successful ski bum, and now, and then uh, help create GoBundance, help create One Life. I'm, I'm kind of looking right now, what's the next chapter look like? I'm feeling pangs of, of, of what's next. And that's kind of staring through my head. And then also, I can't wait to be a grandpa. That's my upcoming next greatest hit. I've got, uh, my daughter is married and she and, she and her husband are 
uh, currently working on having a little one. And I, I just, every time I see somebody else's kids, I just want to play because I can't wait to be a grandpa. So that's my uh, behind me greatest hits and ahead of me greatest hit. I love it, buddy. I love it. I, I mean, I, I learned so much from, you know, your life. Tim, past and present. I mean, you just, uh, you, you got it figured out. I love how you have it figured out with, you know, uh, with, with, with everything you talked about today. So not just one thing, but uh, it's amazing. So let's wrap this up, Tim, with, um, you, you know, anything you want to say about uh, One Life or, or anything that, that the Go Bros can help you with, uh, now's an opportunity. So, so two things. Number one, put the oxygen mask on you. I, I challenge you, why are you working so hard if not for financial freedom and for, and for age-defying health? Those are our two pillars that I feel it's your duty. And I'm 58 years old. There's very few in the tribe older than me. And, and my classic line is, when you're 60, you're either going to hug yourself or curse yourself mm -hmm. for the health and wealth choices you make in your 20s, 30s, and 40s. So I'm calling you out. I'm challenging you to uh, become financially free and stay as fit as you can possibly be. That's number one. Number two, um, boy, could we use your help with One Life. If anything you're hearing, if you're being called to get behind uh, something that's bigger than you, please contact me and let's have a conversation. We could really use um, sponsors to, to get behind us, with, especially with our Dare to Dream program. I spoke before, I want to take this about four layers deeper than where we are today. And please uh, either call me at 209-403-3533 or email me at Tim at TimRoadRHODE.com. Tim at TimRoad.com. And let's have a conversation. Let me, let me help you deepen your genuine contribution piece. This is awesome, Tim. Well, this has been one of the best ones I've done yet. This is just incredible. And I think I'm going to, you know, after it's recorded, listen to it three or four times, even though I've heard these stories many times before. Uh, you know, it's age it's, it's wisdom that can be used uh, for centuries to come. So thanks for coming on, buddy. I love you. I love you too, Pat Hyben. I love the tribe. Grab life, big fellas. Grab life big.